What is going on guys? Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the channel. Guys, let me start off by thanking you for your continued listenership and your continued viewership. Your support throughout social media is greatly appreciated. So, what are we talking about today? Getting right into it. Guys, you've probably heard about this story. And if you have it, welcome to the first time listening to it. I wanted to touch on this story because um, I was listening to an interview by Al Green uh, just two days ago. And then that made me think about the fact that he had the grits thrown on him. We all know that um, about him having grits thrown on him. And, like, and again, as I mentioned, if you don't know, today I'm going to inform you about this incident. Now, of course, if you don't know, this is a relationship channel. This is a relationship podcast. And this situation has a lot to do with relationships. Um, back in the day... A lot of people had this happen to them. Um, When I was talking to an elderly woman, I forgot when that was. That was a long time ago. She explained that this is how women got revenge on men who cheated on them. They would wait till the man goes to sleep, ball some hot grits, and then throw it on him. You know... As a way to scold him forever, you know, so basically he would always know that the cheating act was something he shouldn't have done. But in this incident right here, as I'm going to read this story to you, the throwing of the grits thing came after Al didn't accept her proposal for marriage. Let me go ahead and read this story to you guys. And I'm just going to give a little bit of commentary on this situation. So on the morning of October 18th, 1974, a woman with a history of psychiatric problems flung a pot of bowling grits on the back of soul singer Al Green at his residence early yesterday and then apparently took her own life with a revolver, Shelby County Sheriff's deputy said. Miss Mary E. Woodson, 29, of Madison, New Jersey, who made a marriage proposal to Green moments before the incident, left a suicide letter in her purse, deputy said. It was found near her body and was addressed to Green. All I wanted was to be with you and love you until I die. I love you, Al, the written letter said. The written letter, excuse me. I'm not mad, just unhappy, because I can't be with you. Green, who was scheduled to perform at a charity benefit, at the Mid-South Coliseum last night was taken to the Baptist Hospital with second-degree burns on his back and arms. He was reported in 
satisfactory condition late yesterday, Inspector Dan Jones and Captain William Malley said independent statements about the events taken from Green and a second woman at the home, Miss Carletta Beth Williams, 21, of Aurora, Colorado. They are both consistent and are supported by physical evidence from the scene. We've got enough evidence to where we can call it a suicide, Jones said. Mally said powder burns surrounding the head wound indicate the gun was the gunshot was self-inflicted. Based upon the Sheriff's Department's investigation, this picture of the incident was resurrected by the detectives. Miss Woodson, who had been in Memphis for about eight days, met Green and Miss Williams at a recording studio late Thursday night. Green invited her to stay at his home at 1404 St. Paul in Northwest Shelby County near Meanman Shelby Forest State Park. The three arrived at Green's scolded home, which is surrounded by an electrically charged fence, shortly after midnight. Miss Williams went upstairs while Green and Miss Woodson carried on a discussion that lasted about an hour in the lower level of the home. Green told deputies that Miss Woodson, whom had met whom he had met last November in the New York City area, proposed marriage. He said he turned her down and he went upstairs to take a bath. At about 1.15 a.m., Miss Woodson appeared at the doorway holding a pot of boiling grits and threw it onto the singer. Green said he ran through an adjoining bathroom to another upstairs bathroom where he found Miss Williams. Miss Williams grabbed a towel as Green stepped into a shower to wash away the grits. At this point, Green and Miss Williams said they heard two gunshots that sounded as though they had been fired from the bedroom at the southwest corner of the upper level. Fearing that Miss Woodson was after them, the two then darted into Miss Williams' bathroom, locked the door, and barricaded it with furniture. Green and Miss Williams waited in the bedroom for about a half an hour and 45 minutes. Miss Williams says she gave Green two nerve pills to calm him down. Then the two opened the door, retraced Green's steps towards the bathroom where the grits were thrown. Green said he stopped on the way and picked up a 38 Smith & Wesson revolver that was lying on a heart-shaped bed near the bedroom from the point where Miss Wood had thrown the grits. The two looked down a hallway 
to the southwest corner bedroom and spotted Miss Wilson on the floor. Moving to the bedroom doorway, they saw the body lying on its side with a gun nearby. Green said the gun, a 38 caliber Rossi revolver, had been on a small dresser table near the bedroom where he was bathing. Miss Williams warned Green that Miss Woodson might be playing possum. Green said he then picked up the gun, threw it on a nearby bed, and felt Miss Woodson's pulse. There was none. He said he then put the gun back where he found it. Miss Williams said they discovered the body at 2.15 a.m. Sheriff's Department said they were not notified of the incident until 3.57 a.m. Miss Williams said she and Green went downstairs after finding a body and that Green made several telephone calls. She said she, soon, she assumed Green had called authorities. Police Lieutenant Ben Whitley, commander of the department's Community Relations Bureau, and a personal friend of Green, said he was called by Green's relatives shortly after 2.30 a.m. and was asked to come to the residence. Whitney said when he arrived, he learned that the sheriff's office had not been called. He said a call was made immediately. Deputies said they found a copper jack bullet in an upstairs hallway next to the room where Miss Woodson was found. Maley said the slung may have been fired, the slug, excuse me, may have been fired <clears throat> as a courage shot. Frequently suicide victims will fire off a round to build up their courage. Oh. And see the gun is which is all and see the gun is working. The second shot is the one they mean for themselves, Maley said. Deputies said they also recovered a dissimilar still 38 caliber slug embedded in the south wall above a love seat in the bedroom where the body was found. Officers said Green told them he had been cleaning a gun in the bedroom a few weeks earlier and had accidentally fired it into the wall. A sample for neutron activation tests were taken from Green's hands at the hospital at about 9 a.m., deputy said. The tests are used to show whether a person has recently fired a gun. Maley said the sample was sent to Washington's laboratory yesterday and that it may take a week or two for us to get the results. We asked them to expedite the results and return them as soon as possible. There was some confusion late yesterday about Green's account of the incident. Memphis police who interviewed Green shortly after he arrived at the hospital filed the report quoting the singer 
as saying he ran to a neighbor's house after hearing gunshots. There aren't any houses near there. The information must have gotten twisted around somehow. We'll have to go with the written statements we've got, Maley said. Maley said Mr. Woodson, husband, Raymond Woodson, of Parsippany, New Jersey, authorized an autopsy. The captain said the autopsy will show whether the fatal bullet is copper jacketed. Postponed until early next month was Green's performance last night for the Police Neighborhood Service Centers, the Memphis chapter of the National Epilepsy, excuse me, my got tongue twisted, Epilepsy Foundation and the Memphis chapter Regional Sickle Cell Anemia Council. An investigation of Mrs. Woodson's background shows she had been under psychiatric treatment recently and had been diagnosed, excuse me, as having suicidal tendencies, deputies say. Metro Narcotics Records also show Ms. Woodson was arrested Monday at the Admiral Benbow Inn at 2201 Westchester and was charged with simple possession of marijuana. She was scheduled to appear in General Sessions Court on the charge yesterday afternoon. Officers said Ms. Woodson was renting a room at the Sheridan Inn near Memphis International Airport at the time of her death. Green, who was born near Forest City, Arkansas, skyrocketed to soul music stardom about three years ago. Some of his multi-million dollar sellers include I'm Still In Love With You and Let's Stay Together and I Ought To Be With You. Yeah, guys, that's the end of the story um, this story came out on a Saturday, October 19th, 1994. Um, write down in the comments, guys. Leave your thoughts and opinions on what you think took place in that house that morning. Because um, while I was reading it, I got a little confused, too, as to why he picked up a gun in the hallway. And then there was another gun near her body then he said he was cleaning a gun and shot a gun and it went off it's a lot of things that that are going on there in the story you know but they did an autopsy i read another article and uh in that article it said that the autopsy determined that she did shoot herself even the suicide note was almost as though you know did she plan to kill herself, you know, prior to the grits incident? Because they sat in that bathroom for a while as they allegedly barricaded themselves so that she doesn't shoot them or they think that she would shoot them. Um, I'm guessing at that time she wrote the suicide note. It was found in her purse. See, it says it was found in her purse. Then they say it was found near her. The purse was found near her, I'm guessing. But why put the suicide note in your purse? 
it is a lot of things there, guys. I mean, I, I would like to know your comments and your reactions on that. Um, yeah, just a lot of crazy things going on there. This woman, she wanted to marry him and basically told him, you know, I want to be with you regardless of anything, even if I have to die to be with you. And what's this, what, what's, you know, Miss Coletta Williams. Um, I don't know what that could have been about. He had two different women in the house with him, you know? And maybe Miss Woodson was a little bothered by the presence of Miss Williams. She was younger, you know? Uh, showing you a picture of Miss Williams now. You can barely see the picture, you know? Um, I don't know. There's a picture of Miss Woodson we have. I don't know. I mean, they both were around the same age. So I don't know what actually could have been going on there that that that, uh, that night, that morning. Excuse me. But guys, a lot of times we want things that we can't have, and we dream of things that we cannot acquire, and sometimes. People go to extremes in order to acquire the things that they want. And when these things don't work out in their favor, they take extreme measures. Um, If she had a gun in her purse, right? Or she saw a gun on the table and she thought about killing herself. Why take the time to ball the grits? The whole time she's sitting down there, I'm sure she's in tears. Walk upstairs, throw the grits on him. And if her intent is to kill herself, I guess he's lucky she didn't kill him too. Or kill that lady. Because he said that they thought she was going to kill them. But if she was going to kill them, I believe she would have did it. And, And if you agree, you know, you can leave that in the comments. Uh, right right now leave that below I believe if she was going to kill them she would have killed them and not threw those grits on Al she would have walked in that bathroom shot him and then found Miss Williams and shot her and then killed herself and this would be a totally different story we'll be talking about the, the soul singer Al Green being found dead in his home with two women and that would lead to believe what could have actually been going on with him and them two women. Now, she arrived, as you see, but the other woman being there, it's, it's I don't know, guys. Um, this is definitely a story that's up for speculation. Um, I believe Al frequented many women, I'm sure, and he wasn't ready to settle in. He had just uh, started his career started take off as you heard at the end uh, he just had you know three number one hits and I don't believe he was ready to settle down and get married yet I, I believe he was you know wanting to do what he was doing and that was frequenting many women and Miss Woodson uh, you know she just probably had a breaking point and that was her breaking point so who knows what actually happened in that house? That's left up to history. 
Um, the autopsy says that she shot herself. The story that I just read to you has a lot of loopholes in it, but hey, that's the story. And I guess they're all sticking to it. Guys, let me know what you think about this. I, I want to just bring this to you. I know we heard about the grist being thrown on Al Green, but you've never heard, you know, what happened after, what happened during, or what went on, um, you know, that morning, what continued to happen after that. So I wanted to share this with you here on the podcast and here on the channel. What's your thoughts? You know, was Miss Woodson crazy in love or was she just crazy? Um, was Al and Miss Williams messing around? Did Miss Woodson think this? You know, what, what was going on that morning? What's your thoughts? Leave that in the comments. Crazy story, guys. Crazy situation. Uh, shout out to Al Green. Al Green is still alive, um, as far as I know. He still lives in Memphis. So, shout out to him. Man. No pun intended, but I guess Miss Woodson was just so tired of being alone. So tired of her own. If that's how the lyrics go. Catch y'all in the next one. You guys have a great rest of your Sunday. A great rest of your weekend. And I'll speak to you next time. Peace out.